glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, it's an honor to be here at Sequoia Hills. Just sit back and enjoy. People say, well, we're low in number, but I've learned a long time ago that God has everybody here that he wants here this morning. Amen? Amen. So we're going to have a good time. Just sit back and enjoy the music and the message. And uh, let's lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. Even John couldn't tell it. John couldn't spell it. John couldn't write it all down. He must have grown a little weary for no vocabulary was broad enough to spell it all out. He tried to tell the story to share a little glory to talk about the heavenly crown. But even John couldn't tell it, John couldn't spell it, John couldn't write it all down. He spoke about a city, a great land of plenty, where never anyone would go home. He talked about a land made without a human hand, he walked upon the streets of pure gold. He said he saw the water flowing from the Father, his eyes beheld a beautiful light. He told me just enough just to make me look up, longing for that heavenly light. But even John couldn't tell it, John couldn't spell it, John couldn't write it all down. He must have grown a little weary, for no vocabulary was broad enough to spell it all out. He tried to tell the story, share a little glory, to talk about the heavenly crown. But even John couldn't tell it, John couldn't spell it, John couldn't write it all down. Always wished I could play like that. Well, he spoke about a heaven, sins they were forgiven. He said he heard a voice from up above. To all who overcome it, God would dwell among us, never knowing nothing but his love. And with a golden measure of paradise and treasure, the city was a perfect four square. The mind of mortal man could never comprehend, but Lord, how I want to go there. But even John couldn't tell it, John couldn't spell it, John couldn't write it all down. He must have grown a little weary, for no vocabulary was broad enough to spell it all out. He tried to tell the story, share a little glory, Talk about the heavenly ground But even John couldn't tell it John couldn't spell it John couldn't write it all down He couldn't tell it, couldn't spell it Even John couldn't write it all down Amen Amen This is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego put to Southern Gospel music. Amen. In the days of old, three men were told to bow before another. But they were bold and faith took hold. They said, 
We won't bow to any other but the Lord. Said our God is able to deliver us somehow. Even if he doesn't, we won't bow. It was a test of faith, a trial by fire, in life or death, but of one desire. Do what you will, but know this now, no way, no how. We're not going to bow. The king with ire said, make the fire hotter than it's ever been. And with a reprimand at his command, the soldiers threw them in, but they weren't afraid. Here's the best part. When the king looked in, he saw the men no longer bound. He saw poor men walking around. It was a test of faith, a trial by fire, in life or death, but of one desire. Do what you will, but know this now, no way, no how. We're not going to bow. Help me take my stand. Let me do what's right. Let my faith be strong in my walk upright. The heat is on the plane are higher. It was a test of pain, a trial by fire. In life or death, but of one desire. Do what you will, but know this now, no way, no how, we're not going to bow, no way, no how, we're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. We're not going to bow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome privilege for us to be here at Sequoia Hills Baptist Church. It's an awesome privilege to be anywhere. Amen. Amen. As Vanessa was saying earlier, I had an illness a couple years ago, and it almost took me out of this earth. I was healthy. I was getting ready for Super Bowl weekend. It was going to be on the third, and by golly, I hadn't seen one in about six years, and I was determined I was going to get my chips and my Cokes together and my dip, and I was going to sit there in front of the TV set. If anybody else was in there or not, I was going to do it. And that Friday night, I went and took a shower, and I noticed I had a spider bite, or a bite right here on my face. 
I thought nothing of it. It was a little bit swollen. I thought, well, what you do when it's for swelling, you take ibuprofen, right? Maybe you don't, but I did. Uh, Took ibuprofen. I thought, well, that'll take the swelling down. And three hours later, I woke up, and I was in a pool of sweat. I couldn't move. I couldn't sit up. I couldn't go to the left. I couldn't go to the right. Couldn't go back. Couldn't go forward. And I was breathing like literally like a woman in labor. I couldn't take a deep breath to save my life. But being the stubborn individual that I was, I was not going to miss the Super Bowl. So I went back into the den. I kind of crawled in, got sat in my recliner, and there I was for 72 hours. I didn't move. After I watched the game, which, by the way, wasn't worth it, um, that Monday morning, about 10 o'clock, I called my wife. She was in the bedroom, and I said, take me to the hospital. I think I'm dying. And she took me to the Hughes County General Hospital in Holdenville, and they admitted me right away, and they started taking tests and uh, MRIs, CAT scans, blood work, all sorts of things. And... um, The only thing they could tell me was I had MRSA throughout my entire bloodstream. MRSA, at MRSA, in my whole bloodstream. And so they automatically put me on an antibiotic and admitted me to the hospital. Kept taking tests, didn't know what was wrong. They had a lot of different theories. They said it was an appendicitis. They said it was kidney stones. They had all sorts of ideas. But they didn't have an answer for me until three days later when they transferred me to Shawnee to another hospital. At that time, the doctor came in and said, do you know what's wrong with you? I said, well, they told me I've got MRSA. He said, well, that's the tip of the iceberg. He said, not only do you have MRSA, you've developed sepsis. Sepsis. Yeah. And you've got a congested bowel. You have a collapsed right lower lung. And you have fluid on your upper right lung. In addition to that, you have walking pneumonia, and we suspect you've had it for about two weeks. So needless to say, there was a little bit more wrong with me than just a spider bite. But four days later, they moved me to Oklahoma City because they had to take the fluid off, and they had to take care of the, uh, the bowel. So they sent me down to Oklahoma City. I thought, well, it's another ambulance ride. Here I go. And they whisked me off and took me away. I didn't know until after I got out of the hospital and I was at my follow-up visit with my uh, pulmonologist in Shawnee that I wasn't supposed to make that trip on the 11th. He took my wife aside and said, we're going to send him down to Oklahoma City, but we don't think he's going to make the trip. Now, that was a rude awakening to me. But while I was in the hospital, and it was on the 11th, and things looked pretty bad, there I was, all in bed, couldn't move, couldn't do anything for myself. My daughter came in, and I said, I don't normally do this, but I want you to go to Facebook, and I want you to put out a prayer request for me, because I'm one that doesn't put my whole life story out there on Facebook. One reason is I've been bought with a price. And I belong to him, and I represent him. And if you're, I say this everywhere I go, so just take it as a grain of salt. If you're a Christian, bought by the blood of the Lamb, and you're putting junk on Facebook, knock it off. You don't belong to yourself. 
You were a slave to sin, and now you're a slave to righteousness. So you do your best to live according to God's Word. And you may be the only Bible anybody ever sees. So the way you live your life is a big, big, big indicator of who you are. You're known by your fruits. Amen? Amen. Amen. And if your fruit's persimmon, you're not going to be no good. Amen. Amen. But she put the prayer request out. Not only did she uh, put it out on Facebook, but she also uh, called my mom and dad and uh, Texas, and their church was praying for me. And people from all over the world were praying for me. And I believe that one act is why I'm here. Because James 5.16 became rhema, became life to me that night. For the prayer of the righteous availeth much. And I believe in prayer. In fact, my, my doctor calls me the walking miracle. He said on the 11th I should have died. But God had a plan. Amen. And during the time I was in the hospital, he said, you've been playing church for 33 years. I called you back on March 26, 1986 to be a singing ministry, and you've been playing church for 33 years. And son, I want to tell you right now, here and now, this is your last chance. That will get your attention. Will get your attention. So when, uh, when people say prayer doesn't work, I just look them right in the face and I say, yes, it does, because I'm a living example of it. People prayed for me, and God inhabits the praises and the prayers of his people. So, I'm glad to be anywhere. Amen. Amen. I, uh, we've been in full-time ministry now for just a little over two years. June is when I resigned my position at the gospel station because, I, number one, I couldn't sit up long enough to do anything. Being in the hospital, I could not work a full eight-hour day. And so I thought, well, I'll just work from home. Well, that worked for a while, but God said, now you're still doing that. You're not doing what I told you to do. So I had to give that up at the end of the year and commit myself fully to going out and singing the, uh, the gospel message. And one thing I found about God, even if you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from, God does. And God will bring people in your life that you have no idea and he'll meet that need. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, here's a song that the, the CD that uh, Vanessa was talking about, Imagine a Mansion, was written by a friend of mine from Noble, Oklahoma. His name is John Roberts. Got a little bit of a George Jones twang to it. That's okay. I was raised in country music. So. It's got a great message. Listen to it, please. Imagine a mansion on streets of pure gold In a city called heaven where we'll never grow old Built by God the Father for the ransomed and free There to live with the Savior through all eternity Now here on earth I live in a shack by the road It's windows and walls Let's in the cold 
But in heaven my mansion will be bright and fair On the street of pure gold in that city four square Oh, imagine a mansion on streets of pure gold In a city called heaven where we'll never grow Built by God the Father for the ransomed and free, there to live with the Savior through all eternity. Jesus said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and draw you unto me, so that where I am, you may be also. What a promise. Jesus made my reservation, but I made him my own. I'm longing for that mansion I'll claim as my home. It's beauty and grandeur beyond compare with its walls of jasper and jewels so rare. Oh, imagine a mansion on streets of pure gold. In a city called heaven Where we'll never grow old Built by God the Father For the ransomed and free There to live with the Savior Through all eternity Oh, imagine a mansion On streets of pure Amen. 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 You know, one of the things that happened since I've been out of the hospital is I don't worry about anything. I've almost died. What else can they do to me? And uh, like I said, God provides from the, from the most miraculous places I've ever seen. I worried all the time before I got sick. And I believe if, the, uh, if John, or Paul rather, was here today, you know, he said, don't worry about anything, he said, pray about everything. I think if he was here today and he came, oh, I don't know, maybe from Nashville, he may have said it something like this. <laughs> Don't worry about anything, just pray about everything. Amen? Time is tight and money is short. River's up and the weatherman, he's calling for another storm. Pressure's on and the margin's thin. I gotta figure out a fix for this awful fix I'm in. Oh, mama. What am I going to do? She says, child, there's only one thing you can do. 
Don't worry about nothing Let it go, see what tomorrow brings Don't worry about nothing Pray about everything Well, love is blind Faith don't care Lose your grip and your balloons go sailing off into the air. Oh, mama, what am I going to do? And she said, honey, there's only one thing you can do. Don't worry about nothing. Let it go, see what tomorrow brings. Don't worry about nothing and pray about everything. Take a walk, take a breath, oh, give it all the rest. Take a cane pole to the fishing hole and catch a couple fish. Just like that, toss them back, make a little wish. Don't worry about nothing. Let it go, see what tomorrow brings. Don't worry about it, stress about it, fret about it. Don't worry about nothing. Let it go, see what tomorrow brings. Don't worry about nothing. Just pray about everything. Pray about everything. I would like to think that the Apostle Paul had that kind of rhythm. Amen. Amen. Well, a lot of devastation has been going on through our country in the last few days. The, the tornadoes and the, the people who have lost their lives on this earth. Not just that, COVID, but not just COVID. I mean, they're all terrible things, but heart attack, stroke, Alzheimer's, all these different things that people pass from this earth on. And you know, the one thing that has changed in my way of thinking is I used to hold on to grudges. Am I the only one that used to do that? Okay, all right. Everybody else doesn't hold on to grudges. That's wonderful. But when I heard this song, I heard uh, a man by the name of Aaron Wilburn wrote that song. And the first time I heard it, he was in Wewoka Woods down by Wewoka, Oklahoma. We got rained out in Seminole, so we went to Wewoka Woods and we were indoors. And he was singing his nonsense song, The Cats in the Kitchen at the Peking Room, where I eat every day at noon and making fun of, uh, of Chinese restaurants as only he could do with such class. And he said, that's an old chorus. Here's a new chorus. Love the people that God gives you. They're a gift that heaven sent. Live and laugh and make some memories. Treasure every moment spent. Because none of us are here forever. And that's a proven fact. Love the people that God gives you. Because one day, he'll want them back. I thought, wow. Wow so profound. 
he had no idea that he was writing a song about him leaving this earth because in November of last year, COVID claimed him and we lost a great gospel writer and a wonderful Christian comedian. But I got to meet him and I got to talk with him and ask him about his life and his ministry. And we weren't close friends, but I know I was his friend because every time he saw me, he said, hello, friend. He met everybody that way. And that's the way we should be, too. The little things, the, the fights we have with our parents and our kids and our grandkids and our mom and dad, we make them to be these big arguments. But in the scheme of things, they're just real little petty things. And they're things that Satan uses to keep us from having fellowship one with another and reaching out to our neighbors and our friends, right? So just listen to this song and think about this. If we would love people more and not get so hung up on, well, we didn't do it that way when I was growing up, or you don't have any respect, or whatever, all those arguments are just real small when it comes down to the basics, which is souls. Our job as Christians is to take somebody else with us. Not just our family, but anybody that we are associated with, our life should be an example to lead them to the cross of Christ so they can know what we know. They can have what we have. Amen? Listen to the song. It says, love the people that God gives you. I got the call this morning. Can't believe he's gone. Thought he'd be here forever, but one more time, time proved me wrong. It was just a week ago, thought I should call and say hello. Now I'm reminded once again. Life's a vapor in the wind. Love the people that God gives you. They're a gift that heaven sent. Live and laugh and make some memories. Treasure every moment spent. Cause none of us are here forever That's a proven fact Love the people that God gives you Cause one day He'll want them back Each day the mirror tells the story Wonder where the time has gone. Children laughing round the table now have children of their own. There may be things you need to say, so while today is still today. 
you have a chance to hold them close one more chance to let them know love the people that God gives you they're a gift that heaven sent live and laugh and make some memories treasure every moment spent cause none of us are here forever that's a proven fact love the people that God gives you Cause one day you'll want them back Oh, and the list keeps getting longer Friends and family that I miss But when I think of what matters most It all comes down to this None of us are here forever That's a proven fact So love the people that God gives you Cause one day He'll want them back Love the people that God gives you Cause one day He'll want them back Love them while you got them. Amen. 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 Well, as promised, here's some Christmas songs. The first Noel, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep no Shining in the east beyond them far And to the earth it gave great light And so it continued both day and night Noel, Noel, Noel
And by the light of that same star, three wise men came from country far to seek for a king. Was their intent and to follow the star wherever it went? No. Take just a second. I'm all dry. Amen. You ever wondered what Mary had to deal with knowing that her son was born to die for the sins of the world? As a mother, do you think you could handle that? Here's her story, listen to it. An angel of the Lord went out for visitation. Mary's willing heart was this angel's destination. He spoke of one who would be born to reign as king and lord. Overshadowed by the truth Mary knew Everyone could question Her story's validation Mary's news did not bring A joyous celebration Even Joseph could not understand that this was heaven's land. But the manger now held the truth Mary knew. Mary knew him at his best and she knew him at his worst. She understood the man in but knew that God came first. So she held her little promise, and she watched him as he grew. And her faith never wavered from the truth. Mary knew. Feet she knelt 
tears ran down her face O'er the cross now held the truth Mary knew At the place where they had laid The baby down to sleep The angel told the story of what she had believed she saw the stone was rolled away it was just an empty grave to reveal the truth mary knew mary knew him at his best and she knew at his words she understood the man in him but knew that God came first so she held her little promise and she watched him as he How many of y'all like old Christmas songs? I love old Christmas songs. New Christmas songs are good, but old Christmas songs just have that extra oomph in them, especially from the Broadman hymnal. Amen? Now, I'm ADD, I guess, because I can't remember the numbers of those hymnals, but uh, I do remember the songs. And uh, this one we sang every year from the time I was, my daddy would say, in the cradle roll when I was born, and uh, we always used to sing this one, and it's become one of my favorites. I hope you'll enjoy it. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our shepherds guard and aim 
This next song, the second verse, is one we never sang in the Baptist church. We sang the first verse and we sang the last verse. But in this one, we're going to sing the first, I think it's the second, and the last verse. So if you, if you know it, go ahead and join in. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King, let every heart prepare Him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. No more let sin and sorrows grow, nor thorns and 
infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow. Far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love y'all sang pretty good Amen. Amen. Well, I've just got one more song to sing because I was raised in the Baptist church and we're on time. We're on time. Um, I do have a commercial, though, because if you're a gospel singer, it doesn't matter what you do the whole time you're up there to, to bless people and to give the word of God. You always have to have a commercial to get gas to get down the road. Amen. Amen. So here is my commercial. I have four CDs back there in the back in the, in the lobby. First one was Blood Bought. It includes Blood Bought Church, uh, Jesus Built a Bridge, Dare to Be a Daniel, uh, His Tomb Wasn't Empty. Eleven songs all together on this one. Our second one and had our first radio release on the Gospel Station Network was Come to the Cross. And Come to the Cross as Somebody Died for Me, um, Antioch Church Choir, um, oh my goodness, um, God's Been Good, 10 songs on that CD. Our third CD, well, I got a little more closer to my country roots that I was raised on. It's Long Time Coming. Long Time Coming has 10 songs, and uh, somebody did some praying for me. Come now, found of every blessing. He's still in the fire. Of course, Long Time Coming is the title song. Bowed on my knees and cried holy. Knowing what I know about heaven, 10 songs on this CD. And then our newest one, which we're really, really happy about, is called Imagine a Mansion. And there's 10 songs on here. And all the songs, except for the Christmas songs, are included on that CD. The older CDs are $10 each. The new CD is $15. If you buy three CDs, we'll give you this one for free. And what that does is it goes where I can't go. You can give it to somebody who maybe won't darken the doors of a church, but they'll listen to gospel music. And the word of the Lord will not return void, but will accomplish the purpose for which it's been set forth to perform. Now, that's paraphrased in the Mark Hewitt version, but what it means is if God's in it, it's not going to come back empty. Amen? So you can bless them by this. And remember, it's, it's uh, 14 days until Christmas, including today. Amen? Uh, so that will bless us and also help, hopefully, bless somebody in your life that maybe doesn't come to church or maybe is homebound. A lot of this thing uh, from uh, pandemic has made a lot of folks homebound, and I understand that. But I know that gospel music has a special place in people's hearts, and it touches Sometimes that the word won't touch immediately, but music will cut right through to the heart. 
And uh, that'll be a blessing to our ministry and hopefully be a blessing to those who hear it. So if you buy all the old CDs, $10 each, we're going to throw in the uh, Imagine a Mansion for that. I want to say a big thank you, not only to Vanessa for uh, making this possible, uh, but also for uh, Pastor Matthew for allowing me to come and, and fill his pulpit this morning. I know a lot of preachers don't do that, and I understand, but I um, am very grateful and honored to have been able to come and share my ministry with you good folks this morning. And I hope that one of these days, that God willing, I'll be able to come back. Um, we really do. I also want to say a big thank you to Dixie Buchanan, who uh, uh, we know only on Facebook until this morning. Um, I want to thank her for referring Sequoia Hills Baptist Church to me so I could come out and share my ministry and my heart with you. I hope you've been blessed by the music. And uh, uh, just want to say again, on behalf of my wife and I and our family, thank you so much for for having us in your wonderful church. I'm going to leave you with one more song, and I believe that this song is so close to what's going to happen. All your life you've been hearing, God's going to come back, right? Since you were this, this tall, Christ is going to come back. Well, it's a promise, and it's not in our time, it's in God's time, amen? But I believe we're, we're coming closer to that time, and... Uh, One of these days, Christ is going to stand up because God's going to say, go get my children and come home. Thanks again for having us. Merry Christmas. I hear the sound of a mighty rushing wind. And it's closer now. Than it's ever been I can almost hear the trumpet As Gabriel sounds the call At the midnight cry We'll be going home when Jesus steps out on a cloud to call his children, the dead in Christ will rise to meet him in the air, and then those that The midnight cry when Jesus comes again. I look around me, I see prophecies fulfilling. 
and the signs of the times well they're appearing everywhere I can almost hear the father saying son go get your children and at the midnight cry the bride of Christ is gonna rise when Jesus steps out on a cloud to call his children the dead in Christ will rise to meet him in the air and then those that the midnight cry when Jesus comes again and then those that remain will be quickly changed at the midnight cry when Jesus comes again at the midnight cry when Jesus comes again 